Visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Hello and welcome to Radio Taiwan International. I'm Natalie So, and up this hour we have a lot of interesting features for you. We have a free Chinese lesson on Chinese to go. And on hashtag Taiwan, Leslie Liao tells you why Lady Gaga was trending on social media. And then on status update, John and Shirley interact with you, the listener. But first join us for Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It's Tuesday, December 10th, and in the studio we have Leslie Liao. Hello. Paula Chow. Hello. And I am Natalie So. We'll be telling you about Taiwan's Word of the Year, also the best-selling books of the year in Taiwan, and some recent tips for the elderly. We'll also be telling you what people's favorite year-end banquet prizes are. Those stories and more coming right up. Okay, so every year in Taiwan, the media asks people to pick one word to describe the year in Taiwan. And tell us about this word, Leslie. Yeah, so the year of the word for 2019 is Luan, or it means chaos. Um, it also means messiness in That's some true. ways. That's true, like someone's room, right? Yeah, more, more so than not, it's chaos. And um, this was uh, a contest, I want to say, established by the United Daily News, and they chose from over 42 characters. Now, people had 24 days to kind of vote for their favorite, and Chaos won it with 10,323 votes. And um, the person who actually, like, these are nominated by prominent figures in society, and the person who actually nominated this is actually one of your favorites, Natalie. It's Ang Lee. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And uh, he, for him, it's chaotic, right? His movies are a little bit more orderly than <laughs> I think. Forty C's in Taiwan society. I think it was pretty chaotic for him, especially considering he had to uh, head the Golden Horse That's Awards. True. Not knowing what to expect in a right? year when China said no, thank you. So he he must have been like, yes, that is my word. He did this in conjunction uh, in conjunction with honorary professor at Tsinghua University, Richard Lee Li Jiatong. Luan Chaos won by uh, a margin of four thousand votes. About. Now, the other two top picks, so I'm going to give you the top three. One is Chaos Luan. The other is Lies Huang. And then the third one is Sorrow Yo. So negative. Very negative. That's oh. really sad. This is a very negative list. You want to give me the, I'll give you the top ten. Next one is Kua to overstep. Huh. And then Jing Frighten. It's all negative stuff. The only thing that's kind of not is number six, which is Lu Consider. Consider. And then there's initiate, mm -hmm. deceive, which is lie a second time. <laughs> and then there's change, Juan. And then there's loneliness. Oh, loneliness. I think he's got a point here, though. Uh, I like the second one. Lie. Lies. Lies. Or fake. Or phony. We don't know who to believe these days, right? Yeah, it's all All these stories the coming out in the news. And Ang Lee said it's very obvious. Things are very tense everywhere. Um, and he hoped people could learn something from the situation. He hoped the year would be represented by a character piece, but oh, that didn't—that's really hard. That didn't even make it to the top ten. 
And um, we need to like, how would we do that? <laughs> I don't know how he can just he can say like, I want it to be represented by peace, but at the same time sponsor yeah. a word like chaos. Well, he's telling the truth what he sees. Right? Yeah, he's uh, he's known for being very straightforward. Um, and this isn't the first time that chaos showed up as the word of the year. The last time was in 2008. So it's been 12 years and chaos is back on the... Can you guys remember what was happening in 2008? Oh, that's was when it? we had uh, elections. Financial crisis? Oh, that's right. Oh, also, yes. that's when Mind Joe was elected. Right. Mm, and there's a, a financial crisis, too. Yeah, and, um, you know, thinking back on it, there's been a lot of chaos this year. There were the, the strikes from the uh, uh, the flight attendants union. That's a big issue. The Hong Kong protests, the U.S.-China trade war. You have... Oh, the Puyumu Express was this year also. Oh, and the Nanfang Ao Bridge. Nanfang Ao Bridge. Collapsing. Uh, (laughs) A lot of negative. It is very chaotic. But there is is hope. So like I said, 2008 was the last time chaos was the word of the year. And then 2009, it was expectation, which is kind of hopeful. That's better. Next one is diluted. Done. Maybe the expectations didn't meet. <laughs> <laughs> they need to dilute their expectations. Next one is praise, which is zan, Ooh, which means like that's good job. Really good. And then sorrow. What happened that year? I don't. Twenty ten. What, what happened, happened in twenty ten? Did we win some like university ad or something? <laughs> twenty eleven was sorrow. Twenty twelve was fake. Twenty thirteen was black. Okay, yeah. So oh, this is black. Not a very good three years. And then twenty fourteen was to change. Uh-huh. 2015 was hardship. Cool. 2016 haziness. 27 overturn. What fun? What happened oh. last year? What did we do last year to overturn things? Uh, uh the election was last year, right? Oh, that's oh, there right. was a mayoral and city council election. Turn of a political party. Majority. Anyway, looking at this list, people in Taiwan aren't all that optimistic at all. I don't think. So I wonder if it's all the politics, and we're just so focused on politicians, you know, criticizing each other. Do you think that's one of the issues? <laughs> I mean, that's what you see on TV, right? Paula, so... I oh, think so, too. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? What do you got, What words do you guys like for this year? Well, I like the word lie. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is fake and phony. You don't know what's for Paul's. real. I think uh, I like to consider. Like, mm. I think people need to think a lot more before... They believe anything. They Well, they run their mouth. <laughs> that's true. I like that better than disorder right I mean, or chaos <laughs> why is loneliness on there that's uh, that's just indicative of maybe uh, with you know the addiction to our phones and people having less face time together that i don't too. know that could be part of it oh society's no. changing you know anyway hopefully we'll see a better year next year you gotta nominate something natalie <laughs> of some best-selling e-books in Taiwan. Um, what kind of books do you think were the top sellers in Taiwan? What what category of books? Books about finance. You're money, right. Money making. Wow. <laughs> Paula knows Taiwan well. I, I know nothing about finance or, or you know, business, but you I know guess that's... You what right. they want, right? They right. want to make money. So um, books about business and money... Uh, made up more than half of the top 100 best-selling ebooks in Taiwan. This is in a list published by the ebook seller Kobo. So, literature and humanities took up like only 21 and 16 spots out of 100. 
And number one, actually, was not a business book. It's called Atomic Habits. It's about developing good habits. Oh, now I want to read that book. I probably need to develop some good (laughs) habits. You got good habits. And the second was Factfulness, which was last year's number one bestseller. It's about why most people are wrong about the state of the world. So they use a lot of facts. Actually, it's more optimistic, which Mm. maybe we should read that because we're... So chaotic here. I think chaos really sells. (laughs) Because a lot of us are negative about a lot of things, and we think things are going badly, but actually they're going better than they are in the world. Factfulness. So Factfulness is a good book to check out. And um, so books about building or changing habits, increasing efficiency, maintaining a work-life balance have become popular in recent years. And also books appearing on the list for the third consecutive year include Procrastination, The Power of Habit, Mm. The 80-20 Principle, and My Morning Routine. So they do fall in that kind of category. Like self-management category. Yeah, self-help, self-management. And a local book called Kevin Tsai's EQ Lessons, Live Once for Yourself, was the best-selling book in Taiwan, Hong Kong, and China. It's Taikong Yo. Oh, he's, he's huge. He's extremely popular. Yeah, he's a big deal. I didn't know he wrote such a good book like that. Interesting. I have um, never read his books before. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it takes a lot to write a book, right? You can't just, like, read a script or, you know. <laughs> can't read a script. He, so, I, I mean, I usually I think of these talk show hosts as very um, articulate and eloquent. But have you ever written a book, Natalie? I think you I did, have didn't actually. You? What was that actually, like? <laughs> what was that like? Tell us about that. I wrote two books actually. One was because um, the first type of talk show that I did was about women uh-huh. in in Taiwan. It's called Today's Woman. So I interviewed like tons of women, very prominent women of all kinds of fields. So I took a lot of the insights that I gathered, and I even profiled some of the uh, inter- high profile interviews. In the book. about Great. It's mostly for single women more than... I was younger than single, too. <laughs> so about single women and things that they, you know, trying to discover about their life and their careers and their love life. The second one was about actually dating... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Uh, well, Natalie, this turn of I events. used to be interested in those kind of topics a long time ago. <laughs> I wanted you to write those books, though. Um... At least a year mm-hmm. for each book. That was before I had kids. Oh, wow. So once I had kids, I, yeah, no more time for that. I got me thinking maybe I should write a book on. Yeah, maybe you should. I don't know. How to it's... deal with the loneliness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You're, yeah, you're so t- friendly, though. You must have lots of friends. Uh, they're not going to read my book, though. <laughs> they know me too well. So, it's interesting, though, to see what people are thinking about, right? Yeah. The books that they read. They do mm-hmm. want to improve their lives, it seems like. They do want to make money. They do want to learn some EQ from this famous guy, Kevin Tsai. Sounds like things that everybody would like. It's not too bad. Recently, some surveys came out about the elderly, and we've got some insight into their uh, lifestyle. Right. A survey released by the health ministries shows that um, senior citizens aged over 65 spend their leisure time watching television. Actually, 80% of senior citizens do that. That's what they, you know, do. That's what they spend their leisure time. Television. Watching like my dad. Television. He loves yes. sports and news. Oh, wow. 
Taiwan News, and then American Sports. Your dad likes sports? Oh, I get along with him. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them are women. Mm. Right. Are women watching TV? Watching Maybe TV a soap lot. Soap operas? Dramas? Um, um, I wonder what they're the watching. The survey didn't say, but they just, you know, they, they just spend their time watching television. And doctor said that that's not very good because if you... If you just sit there, you could um, that could speed up your the process of aging. So doctors are saying that and your senior citizens should should walk uh, should stand up for one or two minutes uh, every thirty minutes. It's not good for their health. Oh, to be sitting there, right? It's not good for your brain too. I think so, yeah. it's too passive. Right. Actually, well, to encourage senior citizens to um, boost their social interactions, actually, the health ministry has um, introduced a. A program on a trial basis. Well, that program is actually a live streaming program. They invited senior citizens to interact with program hosts, so really? to make their life more mm. more like interesting. You, you can interact with the program host, and they are going to introduce that program to to seven counties island wide. No, oh, that's great. It's better. Yeah, program. I guess it's better than nothing. And the doctors are um, also say that if senior citizens watch TV, it's better for them to stand there instead of sitting there. You know, so they should get up every right. half hour and yes. walk around a little bit, move around a little bit. Right. Or some people can use uh, their walking stick. It's better to you know to get up for one or two minutes instead of sitting there all the time. Mm. So, do you guys see this in um, elderly people? You know, I think so. Yeah. My right. Dad, not so much. He. Is he active? He's active, but the thing is, he can sit on his phone for like extended periods of time. You mean watching his phone? Oh, yeah. at his phone? Yeah, yeah. That's small. That's a small screen. Yeah. Maybe you should get him a. I got him an iPad, iPad. And I got him a big computer, too, but he likes the phone a lot better. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> yeah. I got him a big handheld device. A big computer, and he just doesn't uh, use it. My dad loves his iPad, so he's always watching YouTube. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taiwan, like, news and stuff. So he's very into Taiwan politics. He lives in the U.S., into Taiwan politics, but he does like sports. He's also very active, exercises a whole bunch, yeah. So which is great. The, uh, the live stream show isn't, like the, isn't a new concept because there's a lot of, there used to be a lot of like political talk shows where they encourage people to call in. Oh, that's similar, right? Yeah. But here, I guess you can really, um, you can react. I wonder if you can interact via video with them that way. No. I think you can. That's right. even that's more exciting right. for older people. Right. If they're fans of the host or something, yeah, right? yeah. That, that's that's the reason why they want to introduce um, the program to senior citizens. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think the government needs to really help come out with all kinds of ideas for older people because you know we're an aging society. How to stay healthy? Um, a Taipei doctor recently also um, has a message for uh, older people. But also uh, people in general, because the weather has become a lot colder, and they say we need to dress warmly in the winter months because there's a 30% increase in emergency room visits for heart problems related to the cold. Oh. So actually, recently, that uh, famous model, Gabri Gao, yeah. passed away. Actually, some doctors say it was due to the cold weather in Shanghai and partly the pollution, too. So it could happen oh, to anybody. So um, they said that... Those who smoke, especially, or who have the three highs, high blood pressure, high blood lipids, and high blood sugar, are more at risk of having a heart attack when temperatures drop. So, But in any case, everyone should dress warmly when they go out. I think wearing a scarf is good, too, to cover up your neck. Yeah. And a hat. That helps Cover a up your head. Yeah. It gets so, cold in Taipei recently. It does. And it has been this past. We had two cold fronts last mm. week. 
and it's been, and it's been raining a lot more as well. Um, my my body, like I think Taipei totally skipped fall this year, or and then but somebody else was just like Taipei doesn't have fall. What are you talking about? But you mean it, when summer to winter? Mm-hmm. Really? It well, went, I think I there think was a so. few weeks, yeah. about a month of fall, nice, cool, sunny weather, but breezy. I just remember in between the day of um, of one of the cold fronts and the other cold front coming, there was like a day with like twenty two degree weather. And I was like, this feels like summer again. And then the next day, it was like, bam, rain and cold. Yeah, so we got to be careful what we wear, right? Yeah, definitely. But anyways, um, watch out for winter. But I don't think it's that cold compared to most of the world, though, right? No. It's not cold <laughs> it's at not all. Cold. about the favorite year-end and banquet prizes. Right. Year-end banquet season is coming. And then according to what I read in the newspaper, people in uh, who live in northern Taiwan, they because at the year-end banquet, you, uh, each one of the employees will get a ticket uh, for lucky draw. And there are so many gifts. And then people who live in northern Taiwan, they like to get air purifier. But northern also, Taiwan, really? Yeah, in northern Taiwan, hmm. people who live in southern Taiwan, they want to get Bluetooth headsets. Oh, that all makes right. sense. That seems like the very cool thing to do. Very practical things. <laughs> it's, it's very, these are all very popular gifts. And the other popular gifts, including hair dryers and hair other dryers. electronic devices, and also um, iPhone 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's... Of course, a, the latest yeah, iPhone The newest always a good iPhone's thing. always... Uh, Electronics are always a good thing, but also air purifiers. That's interesting. Right. And there are other gifts like fruit, um, olive oil, and instant noodles. And why instant noodles? I, I, I don't understand. I, and unhealthy. Everybody loves instant noodles, I guess. We've all had them at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah. Quick I, meal. I've only ever gotten like really useful things from like year-end banquets. Oh, what have you won before? A vacuum cleaner. That's oh, pretty that's good. Pretty good. Yeah. Very right. useful. And uh, I use it maybe every week. Good you know, you. it's very good for brooming, and then you can just suck up all the dust that you gather. It's very, very nice. I used to get a cash gift. I think it, uh, I've got cash gifts here. Six thousand Taiwan dollars, about two hundred US dollars. That's not bad. Good. That's real right. nice. I want to fan the first year I got here. That's <laughs> 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 not too bad. All right. So, well, anyways, Chinese New Year is coming up. The holiday season is coming up, so we hope you're all enjoying. The holiday season and uh, the winter and staying warm in the winter time. Thanks for tuning in to Here in Taiwan and do stay tuned for Chinese to go. Hashtag Taiwan and status update for Here in Taiwan. I'm Natalie So. I'm Leslie Liao. And I'm Paula Chow. See ya. mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? 
Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to Chinese to Go, the program where you learn authentic Chinese, the Chinese that we use in real life in Taiwan. The weather in Taiwan is getting colder and colder. Let's listen to a conversation. It's so cold. Why aren't you wearing more? Aren't you cold? 我是怕热不怕冷。这个天气，这个温度对我刚刚好。I don't like hot weather, but the cold doesn't bother me. This kind of weather and this kind of temperatures are just fine with me. 你为什么平常对朋友讲话那么冷淡？一点温度都没有。Why are you always so cold towards your friends? You are not even a little bit warm. 怎么会？我是很热情的人，朋友都说我是暖男，总是将温暖带给大家。how is that possible? I'm a warm person. My friends all say I am a warm-hearted guy and that I always bring warmth to everyone. 可是你对我忽冷忽热的。我觉得是我热脸贴到冷屁股了。But with me, you can be cold or warm. I feel like I'm always warm to you, but not the other way around. Okay, let's begin with the first sentence. 天气好冷,你怎么穿那么少?难道你一点都不冷吗? 天气好冷 It's so cold The weather is so cold 天气 Weather 好冷 冷, Cold 好冷 So cold The Chinese word 好 can be used as an adjective and as an adverb If it is used as an adjective it means good but as an adverb it means so and very 你怎么穿那么少? 你怎么穿那么少? 穿 to wear. 少, less, or not enough. Here it means, why aren't you wearing more? 难道你一点都不冷吗? Aren't you cold? 不冷, not cold. But here the sentence means, aren't you cold? 我是怕热不怕冷。这个天气,这个温度对我刚刚好。我是怕热,不怕冷的。I don't like hot weather, but the cold doesn't bother me. 热, hot, 冷, cold. In Chinese, the word 怕 means afraid or scared. But here, it means I don't like something or something doesn't bother me. 这个天气, this kind of weather, 天气, weather. 这个温度, this kind of temperatures, 温度, Temperature 对我刚刚好 It's just fine with me 你为什么平常对朋友讲话那么冷淡? 一点温度都没有。Why are you always so cold towards your friends? 为什么? Why? 平常 Always Normally 朋友 Friends 
冷淡 is an adjective, which means you are cold to people. 一点温度都没有，一点温度都没有，一点 a little bit 没有 without. The sentence means you are not even a little bit warm. It has nothing to do with one's body temperature. 怎么会？我是很热情的人。怎么会 ？How is that possible? I am a warm person. 我爱热情 warm 人 person. 朋友都说我是暖男，总是将温暖带给大家。My friends all say I am a warm, hearty guy. 朋友 friends 都说 all say 说 to say to talk. 我是暖男。I am a warm-hearted guy. 暖 means 温暖 warm-hearted. 男 guy, a male. 总是将温暖带给大家 I always bring warmth to everyone. 带 to bring 大家 everyone. 温暖 warmth. 可是你对我忽冷忽热的可是 but 你对我 With me, 忽冷忽热的 you can be cold or warm. 我觉得是我热脸贴到冷屁股了。热脸 hot face, 冷屁股 cold buttocks. 贴 means to touch, but here it means I feel like I'm always warm to you, but not the other way around. Welcome to hashtag Taiwan. I'm Leslie Liao, social media guru here at RTI. This week, we're going to look into a few comments and actions Lady Gaga made on social media, and how that angered one Chinese fan of hers. All that and more coming up next on hashtag Taiwan. Don't go away. This week on hashtag Taiwan. Lady Gaga. Now she can sing, she can act, and she found herself in some controversy this week. What happened? Well, being the big international star that Lady Gaga is, she's got fans on Weibo, which is the huge Chinese social media platform. Now, one user with the handle Lady Gaga China Official took to that platform and vented some of her dissatisfaction with Gaga's recent actions. Uh oh. <laughs> that's right. And、uh, it's a long rant, so I'm going to give you the abridged version. Lady Gaga China official said, "I have stood by Lady Gaga for eight years. I discovered that Lady Gaga followed a Hong Kong activist on social media. I never thought there would be a day where I'd unfollow Lady Gaga. Now the implication here is that following a Hong Kong activist is a bad thing, and the activist in question is this person, Emily Chang." Pharmacist, Hong Kong citizen, and book lover, but on her tagline, she also has "Free Hong Kong Revolution of Our Age," which has、mm. become something of a motto for the protesters over in Hong Kong. And she is indeed followed by Lady Gaga. Now the rant did it end there. In fact, some excerpts go on to talk about Lady Gaga's three meetings with the Dalai Lama. But being this、wow. is 
hashtag Taiwan, you can imagine that this user was not very happy with Lady Gaga's stance on Taiwan either. Uh-oh. She said the Lady Gaga official website lists Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Macau as separate countries. And with regards to the movie starring Gaga having a Taiwanese independence flag in it, I told myself that was a producer's decision. What, what, what movie is that? Yeah, I know. I didn't know she had. So here yeah, we go to the next part, right? Interesting. Now, Lady Gaga starred in a movie with. Bradley Cooper, whom I admire, by the way, called A Star Is Born.、Great、Now、movie. that's、yeah. the only movie where Gaga has a film credit in a starring role. There was nothing about an independence flag or in there, or a Taiwanese flag at least. But I did find this in 2012 when Lady Gaga <laughs> came for a concert、Pretty、in Taiwan.、Cool. She rocked the Taiwanese flag <laughs> on a motorcycle.、Yeah. Not only that, but when she landed and gave interviews, she explicitly referred to Taiwan as a country, saying, "This is my first time in Taiwan, and your country is beautiful." Now, I couldn't imagine that made the user any happier. But and the rest of the rant goes on to talk about how she's swearing off Gaga. He or she is swearing off Gaga, and they don't want anything to do with them anymore. They're done with the disillusion, and just talk about disenchantment. So they're not Gaga for Gaga. They are not. No longer are they Gaga for Gaga. And they are so sensitive.、Mm. Any little move that、um, someone makes, they they think it has a personal. It was just a tiny follow. In fact, on China,、um, there was a German DJ. His name is Zed. He followed the creators of South Park. And that got him a lifetime ban from China for performing、wow. in China ever.、Wow. So this is a very sensitive topic over there, and you never know what's going to get you a ban or you know decries from China. It used to be you had to do a movie like Seven Years in Tibet, you know, in order <laughs> to get in trouble. <laughs> to Now, get just following somebody、mm-hmm. on social media. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Leslie. And that is hashtag Taiwan for this week. Do follow us on social media and leave a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. This is status update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. We're going to be getting to your letters, your letters that we always want to、uh, read to learn what programs you heard and what you think about them. But、uh, before we continue with that,、uh, we're going to give a little bit of、uh, status update, a personal status update here. Yeah. Well, it is getting chilly here and、oh. with lots of rain lately. It was a dark week weekend. <laughs> dark week. Yeah. It was,、uh, just so. Dismal. <laughs> yeah, so wet and、um, yeah, no sun. And that so, means、mm-hmm. that people are getting sick.、Mm. And not just here. Like I've heard from friends all across the world、mm-hmm. that people where they are getting sick too. So I hope everyone out there is keeping healthy. <laughs> yeah, very important. Because、um, you know, everywhere the weather is just weird. Yeah, just out of the ordinary. But、um, I understand you went and、uh, got a flu shot. I did,、um, yeah, and I don't know. It's impossible to get one in Taipei. I actually had to go all the way to Taoyuan to get you mine. You did. That's the only place they're available. Okay, you, you can't get one here. Wow. I I paid for one last year、mm-hmm. here in Taipei, and just it never came. Well, it came in like March the next year, and I had already gotten one by then because I just was like, forget it. I'm gonna、oh. find it somewhere else.、Uh-huh. So that was money down the drain. But、uh, <laughs> this year, I I was smart and I. 
went back to the same place where they, for some reason, it's not a very popular clinic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they had extra, and uh, so I went and got it. I'm yeah. going to be traveling soon. I don't want to bring any weird bugs with me. Oh, is that why? Partly why, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, um, around this time of year, uh, a lot of people in Taiwan would get the flu shot, especially the uh, senior citizens. I think they have priority, although it's a very confusing system to me anyway, because there's the one that the government subsidizes, and that's, I think, mostly for people over 65. And it's free. And that has to, you have to wait till like January uh, yeah. to get it. And by then the season's already underway. You probably you might as well, I mean, you may have already gotten the flu. <laughs> and I just did the one where you pay for yourself. And I think, why doesn't everyone do that? Herd immunity, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this year I seem to have had a bit of a reaction. It's normal to right. feel a bit under the weather afterwards. But uh, yeah, I got something. Okay. Well, you know, that's the reason why I decided not to take the flu shot, because I think it doesn't really make a difference. Um, because years ago, my parents, uh, you know, took the flu shot, and then they got sick, you know, with a fever and all that. And I was saying, oh, that's not nice. And I was well, thinking, I forget it. <laughs> I think, uh, and they they give you, a, they gave me anyway, a, a sheet of paper explaining that it's not going to protect you from everything. True. <laughs> so what they got probably wasn't the flu. It was something else. Okay. No, I I thought that it was the reaction to the flu shot that oh, you yeah, will yeah. you know get a fever like two days after or I, something like that. That happened to me this year. Yeah, last mm. year I was fine, so I don't. Yeah, know. that's kind of strange. They, Does they, that mean that they gave you a different type of flu no, shot? No, they or they change it every year because oh, the, the viruses are always evolving. Oh, oh okay. The one that, that I had was it. apparently a combination of four different vaccines or something yeah I, I, I didn't react very well to it so yeah. I'm still you can probably hear recovering but uh, it's good to have herd immunity mm. keeps everything under control true and uh, when more people get it fewer people get sick so yeah. it's my civic duty I guess it is. <laughs> you know um, I was just on the MRT uh, subway system just now and I had my head down uh, yes looking at my mobile phone and then I heard someone standing um, just like, you know, coughing and coughing and then sneezing and like loud sneezes. And I'm going like, I don't want to look up because I don't want to see if she's wearing a facial mask or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then eventually I looked up and I've got, I, I went like, you know, phew, she did have a mask on. That's something that I think that <laughs> other parts of the world should adopt. I know it's common in East Asia. Uh-huh. And I've heard that's actually after the SARS outbreak was when it took over in Taiwan. Yeah. I think in Japan, maybe it's been common for a lot longer than that. But when you're sick, people often, not as often as they should, Mm -hmm. but often uh, wear these masks to keep other people from getting sick. I know, out of courtesy. On public transport especially, that's very nice. Yes, enclosed space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think that's uh, something... uh, Maybe other parts of the world people would look at you a bit funny if you did that. It's something you have mostly in just hospitals, but yeah. I think, uh, yeah, something other people should adopt. Anyway, uh, we're recovering, and uh, hopefully that's the end of it for this season. Okay. I've, I've got it done, so check that off the list. All right. Well, take good care of yourself. <laughs> All right, well, it's time that we get to our listeners' letters. So I always love to read their letters and hear what you have to say about our programs. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And of course, you can always leave us a note on Facebook letting us know what you think there. We look forward to reading what you have to say.
Great. And uh, this is a letter that we've got from Roberto Guiso of Italy. And uh, it says here, it looks like he listened in on November 28th, it was, at 6180 kilohertz. Uh, simple rating was 53333. I guess it could be better. Um, it said that there was some jamming by something like um, another station in German language. And very good signal with moderate atmospheric noise. Ups and downs are fading in the second half of the program. And program details, he heard the news uh, about the president saying about the United States Human Rights Act it was. And then an encouragement for the people of Hong Kong. Um, Donald Trump signed the act, whether China has eroded civil liberties. Uh, Hong Kong government to respond to public demands for freedom and democracy. Then another story about the president meeting with which president? Meeting with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. I think it was Donald Trump, right? In a TV interview, was asked about a possibility of a meeting. Oh, that was Thai. No, it was Thai. Our president here saying that you know if there's a possibility of meeting with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Um, I mean, she she's someday. all for it. Yeah, someday. <laughs> and then uh, then there was a discussion between a male and female about some culture topics and then another discussion about technology in China, industrial technology in Canada, I guess it's a comparison. And then Lights Camera Asia, that's a program that's hosted by our dear Jake Chen, uh, an interview about a male speaker to another male personality about cinema in Japan, Korea, and Taiwan, about documentary films. And then in the spotlight, my interview with Lydia Chang, her passion for yoga, nature, and hiking, nature walks and hiking, and that she used to live in North America with her parents, about uh, her yoga teacher and her experience in India uh, for yoga and meditation. Some years ago, she came back to Taiwan. And yes, and now, um, just to add on, she has a uh, yoga retreat center out in Sanzi. Oh, yeah. 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 That sounds fun. I know. Okay, so great. Thank you so much for the details. That was coming to us from Roberto Guiso of Italy. We've got a letter here from Singapore. This one coming from listener Jerome Wee, who says, Dear Sir and Madam, I'm writing to verify the broadcast of Radio Taiwan International in English on the 29th of November, of November 2019 at 0344 UTC. If my verification is correct, I would be grateful if you would send me a QSL card. The English broadcast was received in Singapore on a sunny day, and the Sinpo was fives across the board. Okay. The program at that time was about the story of a founder of the only yoga retreat center. It was mentioned that she was a former accountant in Canada, and she started yoga since she was 10 years old. It was also stated that she went to India to get her yoga teacher certificate. Both the interviewer, I think that's you, and the mm -hmm. interviewee are female. I hope the above information is useful to you. I am a student at Raffles Institution in Singapore. Singapore is a multiracial country where there are four main races. We are very close to the equator, so for us there are no seasons, and the weather is mostly dry and hot, save the monsoon seasons. Uh, hot is a good word to describe it. I don't think I've ever, I went there a few years ago, and I don't think I've ever felt quite so yeah. <laughs> hot. Hot. Um, yeah, it's a nice change from the chilly weather we're having here, though. So mm -hmm. <laughs> enjoy. Uh, it also says, thanks for your patience in reading this email. I hope my verification is helpful. And uh, there's the address at the bottom here. And says, thank you for your QSL card. Yours sincerely, Jerome Wee. All right. Now we have a letter coming to us from Roger Tidy of England. Uh, he listened in on November 25th, 
And uh, under comments, it says today's edition of Here in Taiwan had a fascinating item about Taiwan's chocolate fad, <laughs> and the fact that Taiwan's chocolate products have not gone unnoticed abroad, as demonstrated by the seven gold awards won by the country's chocolate producers at the International Chocolate Awards. I was also interested in the other items in the program, one of which focused on Taiwan's municipal relations with other countries, which are obviously thriving despite an adverse diplomatic climate. Oh yeah, Prague. Ah uh-huh. ha. Prague is probably what they're talking about. Okay. The other item of interest looked at the best places to retire in your country. This item mentioned a number of places, but Hualien seemed to be especially popular. <laughs> It's beautiful. Yeah. That's where I was born too. Okay, ear to the ground. This is an excellent mini feature that never ceases to surprise. This time, it focused on what Andrew called the sense of limbo or being neither here nor there that people experience when they are a passenger on an international flight. And then Jukebox Republic, which was uh, my music program. I enjoyed the songs played in this edition, which were all performed by a newcomer to the program, Julia Wu, who came to Taiwan from Australia and is, I believe, currently at number four in the Taiwan charts. Your internet audio was excellent throughout today's broadcast. So that was coming to us from Roger Tidy of England. Thank you. We've got a letter here from Assam, India. This one coming to us from Baikan Hazarika, who writes, "I have listened to your broadcast today, and the details are as follows. Uh, this is our December first broadcast. Listened." To at 0343 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. The SINPO rating is 43343. Uh, and it says here that the program that was heard was on the line. Listening today to the on the line program, uh, in today's program, you talked with Andrea Bowman, ambassador of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Andrea Bowman is a career educator. On October 27th, St. Vincent and the Grenadines celebrated, celebrated its 40th anniversary of its independence. The interview was fantastic. I found today's program informative and impressive. Yours faithfully, Baikan Hazarika of Assam, India. All right. Now we have a letter coming to us from Jayanta Chakrabarti of New Delhi, India. Dear friends, I'm happy to send you another feedback on your program of November 29th that I enjoy listening on shortwave radio. I enclose a report for your kind verification. I enjoyed today to uh, today's newscast and the feature program Town Today. The friendly voice of Natalie Sewer made the program more enjoyable. The report on the Taiwanese travel entrepreneur Ellen Chong was interesting, not only for Taiwanese and Chinese tourists, but for others too. The interview gave insights into the various ways a Taiwanese traveler can proceed their individual preferences to hire a personal guide for visiting the many tourist spots like Cambridge, Oxford, and the natural attractions of Scotland and Ireland. It was interesting to know that there is not much difference between tourists of different nations in shopping habits or in choosing a particular transport or hotel. We also learned how efficiently Chong is facing the challenges of a travel agency scoopers, where internet constitutes. Constitutes ninety percent of the marketing. Hmm. All right. Well, I think uh, the way Taiwanese people travel is a little bit different in that people do like to buy package tours, like yeah, with a, a sort of guide and an itinerary and independent travel. Depending on the location, is popular. But even like if, when you ride on the subway here, you always see ads: mm-hmm. five days yeah. in Morocco or. I don't know. They I have, was like reading those on the MRT. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they're getting our attention because right. people are going. Yeah. Uh, I think in other parts of the world, world, the travel agency is kind of dead, unless it's like a high-end luxury travel program. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, I can't think the last time 
I've used a travel agent in the States. Uh, so it's, it's interesting. They're still alive and well here in Taiwan. Yeah, that is true. Well, you know, whenever I read those ads, you know, the next thing I think of is, well, I don't know where the money's going to come from it's, for me to travel. Yeah. So Some of those places yeah, look expensive. Is. Yeah. And, and those are the places I really want to go. <laughs> okay. See the well, northern lights or oh, I know. desert my, journeys. Yeah. My friends went to see, I think they finally saw the northern lights, yeah, in uh, Iceland. Mm. Yep. Okay, so um, it looks like Janta Chakrabarti received the reception on 9405 kilohertz, and the simple rating was 43444. Well, thank you so much. That was, again, Jayanta Chakrabarti of New Delhi, India. We've got a letter here from Andres Kuznetsovs, who's writing to us from Riga, Latvia. It says, Dear friends from the RTI English section, I send to your attention a reception report on reception of your shortwave transmission on 6180 kHz. If all details mentioned by me are correct, I ask you to confirm this report by QSL card. Uh, this is a report about our November 1st broadcast uh, that was heard from 1602 to 1631 UTC. There was the news bulletin. Apparently, I read that day. Um, then the topics of the week, the weekend review that was uh, hosted by Andrew and Natalie. Then there was an episode of Taiwan Today, an interview with LGBT movement pioneer Jenny Lin about Taiwan's LGBT movement and the last gay pride parade in Taipei, which I heard was the largest or best attended ever. It was mm. huge. Yeah. Um, so once again, this was 6180 kilohertz. Unfortunately, the uh, reception was not too good, although it was in Europe. So um, yeah. We do the best we can. Yes. Uh, 23222 was the simple rating. It says, very weak and not for serious listening. Uh, and this was received with a portable Grundig Yacht Boy 400 with a 75-meter long wire antenna 20 meters above the ground. And it says at the bottom here, yours sincerely, Andres Kuznetsovs. All right. Now we have a letter, and this is coming to us from Brian Newell. A much appreciated letter. It points out some issues we've been having on our exactly. website. Exactly. So he was uh, he's writing us from Logansport, Indiana, USA. Um, it says here, Dear RTI, your link for November 30th, Chinese to Go, has an episode by Huang Shihan. <laughs> wow, our former um, That's yeah, colleague. That's a throwback. <laughs> real, yeah, throwback. So I guess, uh, yes, I know that I think for some of the Chinese to Go lessons, it's uh, a replay of some old uh, old. Um, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one for December 3rd, though, has uh, Paula Chow's voice. Um, that was another Chinese to go lesson. And then both are excellent programs, just letting you know in case you intended to use one or the other. Also, the link for the most recent in the Spotlight program typically is one week behind the link. Oh, for the radio program for that day. That's okay. good to know. Yeah. Hmm. So I wonder what happened there, but uh, we definitely should check with our uh, technical department. Um, it says, for example, um, you know, he gave the link. It's the link connected to In the Spotlight for December 1st program. And then when you play today's program for December 1st, a more recent In the Spotlight plays. What? Okay. <laughs> that, I wonder what is going on. Technical glitches. Really, really sorry about thank that. Thank you for bringing them to our attention. Yes, yes, thank you. So um, he says, I hope that makes sense. It's not a major problem. Your programs are still linked and can still be heard, and I'm grateful for that. Well, thank you so much for always listening to our programs and for your reports. That was, again, Brian Newell of Indiana, USA. Well, that's it for this week's status update. And uh, we always love to hear from you. Just write us and let us know what you think about our programs. Our address, and jot it down, it's PO Box 
199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And of course, you can always leave us a comment on Facebook. We look forward to reading what you have to say. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye for now. Stay healthy, everyone. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.